Super Talk Mississippi media production. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi, Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You are tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We've got Rhino in studio with us today. Now, don't forget, it's the perfect time of year to get out and explore the great outdoors. And you can plan your Mississippi trip over at visitmississippi.org. And I think you would agree that everyone deserves a chance to enjoy the Mississippi outdoors. That's why the Arkabutla Lake Physically challenged hunt is such a good thing, and it's in its annual. It's an annual event in its thirty-first year. And joining us here on Good Things to share a little more is Chris with the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers, and Rob. He is a natural resource specialist with Arkabutla Lake. Hey guys. Hey Rebecca. Okay, Rob. I know you probably say Arca Butler every single day, but I have been rehearsing that since this afternoon to make sure that I got it. Um, I got it right, but I think I nailed it at least enough for this conversation. You did. You did. You nailed it. That was much better than most uh, most attempts. <laughs> okay, first, let's just go back thirty thirty one plus years ago. How did this idea of the physically challenged hunt come about? So, um, as, as rangers, uh, you know, we, we always try to reach out to different, different audiences and different groups and try to get everybody included. And, uh, the way it all started, we have a little over a thousand acres, uh, below the dam at Arkabutla Lake that is a no hunting zone. And, the deer population was out of control. It, it was, uh, you know, there was, uh, people, uh, hitting deer with their cars and just disease going through the herd. And so we came up with the idea, uh, to start this hunt, one, to manage the deer herd below the dam in the no hunting zone, uh, but two, just to, to get a group of people uh, that may not always have the opportunity to get outdoors and uh, let them, you know, get out and hunt uh, and they enjoy the outdoors like they, uh, like everybody else does. Uh, well, you could have opened it up to just anybody, have a special tag or special ticket. So it, to me, it's such a good thing that maybe somebody, at least three decades ago, thought to look to, a, you know, a group that may not get the opportunity to hunt as normally we all would during the different seasons and thinking the ways through of how to make this weekend special or this event special, all while obviously doing good land management. So the first hunt, I'm sure it was a success for it to be still going on three decades later. But Rob, I know you coordinate the efforts. How does it kind of work? How do you find the individuals to come and um, take part in the hunt and then what are some of the things that go on while they're there so uh you know in today's world with technology uh it's a little bit easier to uh spread the word uh you know we reach out through social media 
and uh, our website and and things like that. But um, we also call the uh, VA offices, Veteran Affairs offices, Disabled Veterans of America, uh, Paralyzed Sportsmen of America, and other organizations like that, just trying to uh, reach reach out. Um, and then also over radio like this, uh, trying to reach as many people as we can, uh, just to spread the word and make everybody aware of this event. Um, but it's a, it's a really great event. This year it's going to be two three-day hunts. It's going to be Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, December 3rd through the 5th, and December 10th through the 12th. And uh, just a quick rundown, uh, when the hunters arrive, uh, they uh, they get three uh, delicious home-cooked meals uh, every day of their hunt. And uh, we have rangers and volunteers that uh, that help them get out to the stands and, uh, you know, transport them to and from the stands. And also, if they harvest the deer, uh, you know, we collect the deer, we clean the deer for, for them, process it, and uh, get it ready for them. And... Um, so, Rob, I have to ask, who are making these hot home-cooked meals for the hunters? Because I feel like that's where the moms and the grandmas come in and your traditional sort of hunting experience. Although I know the ladies get out there and do their hunting, too. But as soon as you said that, Rhino and I chuckled and thought, there are going to be some grandmas and some mamas cooking up some good biscuits <laughs> and gravy and having pork chops and mashed potatoes ready uh, for when you come back in for your from your early morning hunt. Yeah, that's well. That's exactly right. It's it's a lot of volunteers uh, that that come out and and cook, but it's also a lot of the hunters' wives and uh, and just um, like I said, just local local people that want to volunteer and come out and, and cook and donate food and things like that. So let's talk about the application process that's why you're on good things a little bit earlier than december i know it ends um soon which is going to be november the 5th there's going to be someone listening that thinks oh man this is a great opportunity for my loved one or maybe for myself so what are the stipulations for the application who are you specifically looking for well it, it's anyone who's physically challenged and and that's a that's a very broad topic that's a wide wide group of uh, individuals, but we're looking for permanent disabilities, uh, someone who's permanently disabled. Um, we we have the stands and the capabilities to handle all different uh, types of um, physical, you know, physically challenged individuals. And, um, but, if, you know, People who are paralyzed, quadriplegic, uh, amputees, um, wounded warriors, just uh, anybody who, who would qualify as physically disabled. Where can we go to get the application? So you can uh, call the office. Uh, my direct office line is 662 three zero one four five six five and if i don't answer just leave me a voicemail um 
but you can also go to the Archibald Lake uh, website and get information there. Um, you can call the Archibald Lake field office uh, that number, and they can get uh, get you in contact with me. Or uh, you can connect with me on Facebook if you want to send me a Facebook message or uh, whatever's easiest. Uh, and um, Or they can even reach out to us here. We'll make sure that we get connected with you guys because uh, I have both of your email addresses to sort of do that. The thing is, you just want to make sure you get your application in by November the 5th. That way you can be in the running. How many slots do you have every day? Or is it the same people hunting three, all three days? Or is it one day hunt? That's, that's a great question. It's, uh, it's, we have 33 slots, uh, each weekend and each, each hunter gets to hunt, uh, each one of those 33 individuals gets to hunt all three days. And then the next weekend, we'll have 33 different individuals uh, that get to hunt for the three days. We don't want to let any of those slots go without somebody getting the opportunity to enjoy the Mississippi um, outdoors and get to go on a hunt. Will they need anything other than themselves and, you know, a good eye to find that deer? Do they need their camo or their own uh, weapon? Or do y'all provide some of that if they don't have it? Um, they'll need to, they'll need to bring their own weapon and, and camouflage and who knows what the weather in Mississippi is going to be. Uh, it could change from one day to the next, could go from 70 to 30. Uh, you know how that is in December. Um, but they'll need to bring their own weapon and this is during the primitive weapon season of Mississippi. So it needs to be a primitive weapon as defined by the state of Mississippi, uh, which is a 35 caliber or larger single shot rifle with an exposed hammer or the traditional muzzle loader. All righty. And if they want more information, they can reach out to you, Rob, or Chris there with the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers or at Butler Lake. I'm sure they will get you in touch. Or you can get in touch with me here at Super Talk, and I'll make sure you get to the application process. And two, don't forget to bring your appetite, because that's what I heard, was there's going to be a lot of good cooking along with a lot of good hunting. Well, boys, thank you for your time. Thank you so Thanks much for, for having us. All righty, you guys stick with us. We've got more good things for you coming up next. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today's sunny skies, high near 78. Tonight, mostly cloudy, low around 58. Your Wednesday, showers and thunderstorms likely, mostly cloudy, high near 78. And for your Thursday, a 40% chance of rain, mostly sunny, high near 69. 
This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at nodripms.com. Whatever Mother Nature dishes out, No Drip Roofing and Construction can take care of it. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. Computer Outlet would like to salute all healthcare and first responders for putting your life on the line every day. You are the true heroes. Thank you from Computer Outlet. Home is where your life happens, so make it reflect you. At Miskelly's, find what suits your style and get instant savings up to $300. Plus, finance your purchase for five years with no down payment. Shop online and check out what's in stock or visit one of our showrooms. Make your house your favorite place to come home to. With instant savings and no money down financing, the low monthly payment will also suit your style. Make it happen at all Miskelly locations. Physical Therapy and Balance, spelled F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, wants to help you fight the fall. They are offering a free, over-the-phone fall assessment screening. Now through the end of October, the assessment will be able to determine your potential fall risk. Physical of Jackson understands the importance of good balance for independent living and want you to be able to love your life. Call Physical of Jackson at 601-487-2260 today for your free over-the-phone fall assessment screening. Mississippi has more eyes in our name than any other state. That just makes sense. We're not just a star on the flag. We're the state where people follow theirs. Whether you're cutting a new path or following the road less taken, the bank that actually gets you there is just a few exits down. With more accessible, flexible lenders, more product choices, and more cutting-edge digital banking. When you move to your own beat, nothing beats local. The Citizens Bank, in your corner, member FDIC. The hunt is over for all your deer camp setup needs at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in Bolton since 1871. Get your food plot set up with mixes from Pennington, J&J, and Wax Company, along with ryegrass from Nelson and Marshall. And don't forget the wheat for those doves, along with fertilizer, spreaders, and sprayers. Feeders by Boss Buck Gravity and Moultrie, filled with rice bran original, peanut butter, persimmon, along with corn, mineral salt, as well as that Buck Robert game attractant. Game cameras, hunting license, wasp and bug sprays, and much, much more. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your deer camp setup specialist. Downtown Bolton since 1871. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Making your afternoon just a little brighter. It's Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi. Pick me up, love. Pick me up, love. Every day. day. so many good places for you and your family to eat, stay, and play. So take some time today to go to visitmississippi.org to explore a little more. And the Gallo Show will be on the road to tomorrow and Thursday. Tomorrow the Gallo Show will be live at the EMCC Com University in Columbus, where you'll get to hear about community colleges like East Mississippi as they're forging the way for exciting careers and high-paying jobs for Mississippi students. So this event is sponsored by Forge, which is Family Organizations for 
recruiting great employees, a group of community-minded small business working alongside educators to recruit talented and skilled employees. So that's going to be a good one. And then on Thursday from 6 to 9 here on Super Talk, you'll get the Gallo Show. He's going to be live with statewide leaders and elected officials at this year's MEC Hopknob event at the Mississippi Coliseum. And if you would like to register, if you're going to be in the area, you can go to msmec.com. That's msmec.com. And while I was over at supertalk.fm today, I noticed a few good headlines I thought I would share with you guys here on Good Things. The first one being Mississippi National Guard flight nurse saves lives of newborn and mother. In fact, I just posted this one in the Good Things Facebook group because it's one that you kind of have to read through to really get your, uh, you know, your, your fingers into it. But basically... It sounds like you probably would think he ended up having to help the lady who gave birth to a baby during Hurricane Ida, and he was in the right spot at the right time. And normally we don't think about our National Guard responding to support efforts, including giving birth. But hey, they are multi-talented and they can do all the things. So kudos to them. It's a great story if you would like to read the rest of it. I did post it in the Good Things Facebook group, and I thought we would take some time to catch up, too, with some of the good stories or the good conversations that we've had. One was actually spun off of talking about the fact a couple weeks ago there was a 900-year-old sword that was found somewhere, which led me to think about all of these fictional universes that we all enjoy talking about when we talk about our favorite movies. Then came in Tanya last Friday here to give us our movie reviews, and she talked up the one that came out this past weekend, which was Dunes, whether you saw it in the theater or had the ability to see it as IMAX, or maybe you watched it like I did and streamed it uh, via HBO Max, or maybe you've read the books. I've seen a lot of people coming out of the woodworks, Rhino, talking about they have read the book or books, not sure if it's a series. Oh, yeah, it's a series. And it's definitely these alternate fictional worlds that are created usually by words or cinematography that you find yourself living vicariously through because you're enjoying the storylines that continue to go on and on. It definitely, I'm not ruining anything for those that haven't watched Dunes yet. But I mean, I, in fairness, they, there was a movie in the early 80s, same story, same title, Dune, directed by David Dune. Lynch. No so, so yeah, it, it's not a new story. It's going to be tough to spoil it. Well, I think, well, they definitely left you expecting more, even if you didn't want it, <laughs> or wanting more, even if you expected it. Yeah, I haven't seen the new one, but I heard it just kind of ends. It does kind of end. I will, yes, there is there is an end, but without an end, but there's an end. But to back to the question that's on that got popular on the Good Things Facebook group, it was asking you which fictional universe, movie, or TV series, or book has the most interesting sort of lore behind it. Like, which one has drawn you in to where you did kind of live vicariously through, or you just found interesting that some human was able to create this in their head and then bring it to life via either words or, you know, Which cinema. fictional history have you studied more than our history? <laughs> That's a better way of sort of putting it, because you kind of have to get to know the backgrounds. You kind of have to know the language. You kind of have to know, like, the good versus evil, what's going on. There's all this sort of gray area. And, you know, the ones that sort of come to mind would be, like, your Star Trek, your Star Wars, 
your Lord of the Rings. But some of y'all went even further than that and really got into different, I guess, fictional universes, whether they were through cartoon carries, TV series, or whatnot, that you really kind of were more curious about how does it tick every day. And Rhino, you gave us a great list which you kind of enjoy and live in that world. Oh, yeah. I mean, you you gave us the options of movies, TV, or books. And I've got different choices for all three of those. So, I mean, if you're looking at movies like Hollywood, I think that the the fictional universes of Dune, Dune is fascinating. I still don't think I fully understand how they got to where they were in the future of that universe. But eventually I'll, I'll figure it out. Or maybe not. Maybe it's just one of those that I'll just have to live with. Or the the future of Blade Runner, where technology and robots are so lifelike that they don't know they're robots, and you can't tell they're a robot. I find that fascinating. Or the the apocalypse of Pacific Rim. You may not have seen the movie, but because it, it wasn't everybody's cup of tea, but it's a big action movie with gigantic robots versus Godzilla-sized monsters. What's not to like? <laughs> That's true. And I think some of it that we enjoy is getting lost in it, because although there's a little bit of layer of our reality in there, obviously, because the same struggles between relationships or good and evil is kind of timeless and the same, no matter where, where you overlay it. But it's so out of the ordinary that you can kind of allow yourself not to get wrapped up in your own sort of views here in this actual realm that you just lose yourself. And then you start to feel like you're taking sides. Now you're still picking sides and you're rooting for one and you're following it through. And and then you even find yourself like taking some of their principles. And what if we brought it back into, you know, sort of this realm and back and forth? I appreciate someone who said Dungeons and Dragons. It's definitely a fictional universe that you may have gotten yourself sort of lost in. I would even go so far as like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I mean, they lived in an underground universe that we just didn't have access to, but it kind of went through, you know, both or whatever, up and down. And you could totally empathize with them because who doesn't love pizza? Especially the way they they made the pizza look in the cartoon. True. There's nothing more appetizing than cartoon food. Well, it's kind of like the photog- food photography. They make it look perfect from all angles. If he actually ordered one in real life. Yeah, if I ever bit into a slice of cheese pizza and it stretched that far, I would be a little concerned that I was not eating real cheese. No, that would but be... But in the cartoon, it looks so good. That would be like food photography 101. It's not real cheese. It's Elmer's glue on there because it sticks a little thicker. So he may really have been eating what was on the stage or what was on the movie set. But it's not real cheese. It's it's literally glue to give you that perfect sort of glob of greasy goodness on top of a, a pie crust. Someone said the Dune movie is going to be a part two. It has to be. Even if this one was to flop, which I don't think it is. I think too many people are very interested in it. They, they've got to tighten a bow somehow or give it a beginning or something. There, there's so much left. I'm trying to remember what movie they were comparing it to, but I, I want to say it was made for less money than Black Widow, and it's already competing with that in the box office. So, yeah, they're going to make another one. Mm-hmm. There's just too much left for you to insert your own ideas to it. Mike from Grand Bay says, I would love to live on Gill- Gilligan's Island. I guess that could be technically an alternate universe if you would like to think of it that way. It depends on how far down that rabbit hole you go as to how many amenities you're going to have on that island. Because you remember the TV show with theme song and all that fun stuff. 
they were the only ones on the island. And then later seasons, you had the natives on the island that they would kind of tussle with and come to find out those weren't natives. They were just other people. on. The, and then you had the movies where there was a whole resort on the other side of the island and the Globetrotters were there. So it depends on which era of Gilligan's Island you're going to. You might have a whole Globetrotter-style resort on the other I side of the island. I don't think I remember that. Well, I didn't, haven't watched many episodes, but I do know when you say Gillig- Gilligan's Island what that means. Had no idea there was Globetrotters ever, ever in the script or on there, but that's pretty cool. I'm with Amy. She says Narnia. Yeah, I think that would be a pretty neat, not the Jungle Book. Do not take me there. <laughs> that would be one of that or the Hunger Games, really. That would yeah, be Hunger two. Games would be bad. Those would, even though you could argue we live in the Hunger Games anyway, to some degree, just using different modes of of pitting each other against each other. But yeah, I would, that would be one that I would try to avoid. Narnia, though, I mean, you know, that wouldn't be so bad. What about um, Yellow Brick Road? The Wizard of Oz? Yeah. It's a little creepy. Going to Oz could be, it'd be a good day trip. How long was she there? About a day. About a day. And then she got out. I think that's the way we may feel about all of these. We just enjoy them from the seat, the comfort of our own home, or our own movie theater, or whatever it may be. If you'd like to chime in, you definitely can. 601-879-4395 is the Spire text line. Just asking you a fun question today. What fictional universe has the most interesting lore behind it? We've got more good for you, too, coming up next. This is Home Answers Radio, and my guest today is Trey Jackson of Bulldog Construction. Trey, if a business has uneven sidewalks, they're asking for trouble. Would you agree? Lynn, they are. It's a trip hazard and it needs to be fixed. Our foam technology can level those uneven walks without having to lay down any new concrete. Much easier and more affordable. Trey, my wife tripped over one of those and skinned her knee up. She was fortunate. Call Bulldog Construction at 601-853-4242. Pediatric care is more than treating a child when they are sick. It is a health care journey from infancy to adolescence. Dr. Katherine Philippi, pediatrician at Trust Care Kids in Madison. We build lasting relationships with parents based on trust. From pediatric primary care and well child checkups to after hours visits, our specialists provide quality care, usually within an hour, so that your child will feel better faster. To schedule an appointment, visit TrustCareHealth.com and click Trust Care Kids. Trust Care. Feel better faster. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick, GMC, or pre-owned vehicle at fillmorebuickgmc.com. 
Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. Hi, I'm Dr. Will Umflett with Capital Dental. We at Capital Dental want you to be confident in a bright and healthy smile that you can be proud of. We provide teeth whitening to brighten your smile. Book your appointment today at CapitalDentalInc.com. Capital Dental, located in Northeast Jackson on Lakeland Drive. Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at baroniestreepros.com. That's baroniestreepros.com. Spillway Diner would like to salute all healthcare and first responders for putting your life on the line to help so many. You are the true heroes. Thank you from Curtis and staff at Spillway Diner. What if there was a paint that could awaken something as old as that Rip Van Winkle guy? Hey, what? Because it could adhere to the most weathered exteriors and completely restore its youth. Hey, there's hair on my head again! If a paint could give any time-worn surface stunning new life, is it still paint? Regal Select Exterior from Benjamin Moore. Paint like no other. Seabrook Paints in Jackson and Ridgeland. Visit SeabrookPaints.com. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Monday, the IHL Board of Trustees voted to mandate the COVID-19 vaccine for employees at Mississippi's public universities. Commissioner Dr. Alfred Rankins Jr. explains that the new policy is due to the large number of federal grants received by the universities. If you want federal money, you get federal grants, you got to comply. If you don't want federal grants, that's fine. If you all want to come up with $271 million, I guess it's okay. We might do it. The motion was adopted with a 9-3 vote. The policy sets a December 8th deadline for compliance. And a single vehicle crash Sunday night on Highway 12 between Chula and Lexington has claimed the life of a Holmes County District Supervisor. Sheriff Willie March says 49-year-old Alfonso Greer lost control of his vehicle in a deep curve which caused him to flip. A passenger was also airlifted to a hospital in Jackson. Stephen Gagliano, Supertalk Mississippi News. Mississippi's healthcare system has experienced many challenges during the COVID pandemic, like the critical shortage of paramedics statewide. Here's Ryan Wilson, veteran paramedic. In my role as a paramedic over the years, I've always appreciated the Mississippi Healthcare Alliance's respect for paramedics and the role we play in achieving optimal survival for patients in an emergency. Right now, paramedics are needed urgently statewide. With the comprehensive training programs offered at area community colleges, you can learn life-saving skills and so much more. Seasoned paramedics like me and newcomers find it very rewarding to help people in immediate need. If you want a job that's dynamic and highly valued in our healthcare system, I urge you to become a paramedic. There's never been a more critical time to become one of Mississippi's healthcare heroes. You too can make a difference on the front lines of emergency care. The Mississippi Healthcare Alliance urges you to visit mshealthcarealliance.org for a complete listing of community colleges that offer paramedic training. 
Most people think there are just seven wonders of the modern world. But if you wake up with Super Talk, you know there are eight. The amount of information and entertainment Paul Gallo fits into one three-hour show is simply astounding. astounding. Amazing it is. News, weather, sports, and interviews with the movers, shakers, and playmakers. Experience the wonder of Gallo. Every morning on Super Talk Mississippi. Turner. She looks healthy and sane. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. wants to remind you there's an adventure awaiting you in Mississippi. All you got to do is go to visitmississippi.org to explore a little more. You can get more of good things on your computer or your mobile device by watching it over at supertalk.tv or supertalktv.com, should I say. And you can also watch Supertalk as well as good things on your Roku and Amazon Fire TV devices as well as YouTube. Don't forget to you can watch Supertalk TV live on C Spire TV. So if you have C Spire TV, you can find Supertalk TV on channel 70 right next to the weather channel and if you are looking in at super talk uh, tv you'll see i'm not alone anymore in the studio joining me is miss christina dent she is the founder and president of end it for good which is an education and advocacy organization working to end our criminal criminal approach to drugs and shift to a health centered one so welcome christina thanks Rebecca. it's great to be here i feel like our roads have passed before and when you walked in i was like nope never met you in person but i feel like we have sort of been working towards the same thing at least with different things here on Good Things. We've always taken a stand of celebrating recovery and sort of looking at the positive ways of talking about an unpopular topic, which is addiction. And so I feel like this just fits sort of right in. So how did you start, found it, or end it for good? So I started it a couple of years ago, and it was really born out of experiences as a foster parent. Um, My husband and I became uh, foster parents. I didn't know anything about addiction at the time. And we were brought this little brand new newborn baby boy straight from the hospital. Um, He had been removed from his mom's custody because she had been unable to beat her addiction while she was pregnant and had been using. And um, so I brought him to his first visit with her kind of with this... um, preconception in my mind of what she was like, you know, what kind of mother would use drugs while she was pregnant. And um, when I got to that meeting, I popped his car seat out of my van in the child welfare parking lot and turned around. And there is this woman running across the parking lot full sprint towards me, and she's weeping. And it's Beckham's mom. Um, And she comes over and she kisses him and she's talking to him. And I just am standing there feeling incredibly awkward um, for a lot of different reasons. It was just such a vulnerable expression of love that I was witnessing. And also, I just felt really uncertain of what to do with that. Like, this does not match with what I thought about a mom who was using drugs while she was pregnant. So maybe this isn't real. Maybe she's just putting this on. Um, and so, you know, I, Joanne had her one vi- one hour visit with Beckham. And he came back to our house, and she left for inpatient drug treatment. And um, she would call me from treatment, and uh, she would say, can you put me on speakerphone? And she would sing to Beckham over the phone. 
And I just, it was um, incredibly touching and also uh, very difficult to watch because I felt it kind of rubbing against these beliefs that I had had my whole life about drugs, people who use drugs, the best way to handle drugs. And I knew that when I when looking at her, I can see that jail is not going to fix this problem for her. If she's put in jail because of her addiction, it's going to leave Beckham without a mom who loves him. Uh, maybe that means a long stay in foster care for him. Maybe that permanently severs their bond, depending on how long that sentence was. Um, and it's not going to deal with her addiction. Drugs are readily available in jails and prisons. So it's not dealing with the addiction, and it's also kind of dropping this nuclear bomb on this already really vulnerable family. And that really got a lot of questions going in my mind. Um, I could see that that maybe was not going to be a helpful approach to her, and yet I knew that we were putting thousands of people like Joanne in jail and prison every year for the same issue that she was struggling with. Um, so it really caused me to kind of rethink what we've been doing, and I went on this journey to try to learn what can we do differently, what are the root causes of the problems that we're seeing, um, why is it that we keep doing the same things over and over to fix these problems and the problems just keep getting worse. Uh, is there a different path that we can take that would provide better outcomes? And that journey of learning changed my mind about the best way to approach drugs and ended up with me founding End It For Good to invite other people on a journey to consider alternatives to the criminal justice uh, system as the way, the main way that we deal with drugs and addiction. When you start talking about the mission of End It For Good, I mean, you start rubbing up against people who have the same kind of just stark beliefs, you know, rigid, you know, um, belief structures or systems around it for whatever it may be. Do you feel, have you found the magic chisel or is it, does it, does it just take tapping it or does it take having a personal connection with addiction, which I feel like everyone by now who's listening to good things, you haven't made it through your life without knowing someone or a family member who has struggled with this disease. Does it take that kind of personal experience before your heart starts to soften? I think personal experiences are a big catalyst for people wanting to rethink what we're doing with drugs. And unfortunately, more and more and more people are having those personal experiences with family members or personally. Um, but what we've found is that even for people who are not personally impacted, uh, they can come to our events. We've done 26 events across 14 cities in Mississippi. We've had over a thousand people come, everybody from elected officials to parents who've lost children to an overdose, to pastors and judges, and just a whole spectrum of kind of Mississippi citizens. And what we found is that when people are offered an opportunity to learn in a non-coercive, non-threatening, um, we're not there to you know beat anybody up verbally or otherwise, like we really want to provide um, respectful dialogue and education and opportunity to come and engage, ask questions, disagree in a way that's helpful, that's respectful. We have found just a hunger for that across Mississippi, all the way up DeSoto County, all the way down to the coast where we've done these events. We have had people coming who have previously had a very similar framework to thinking about drugs and addiction that I had and are open to considering something different. And we have been blown away by the um, openness of Mississippians to um, exploring a different path. They may not end up agreeing with the path that I think is the best path forward, um, but they want to talk, they want to look at alternatives because so many families are suffering under what we're currently doing and seeing this, this isn't working and it's not helping my family member and 
what if there is something that we could do differently that really would help? I'm willing to consider changing my mind if it means that we actually get better outcomes. And that's what we're seeing is this um, incredible hunger towards considering a different approach. Which I think is such a good thing, and that's just sort of where it starts, too, is having the conversation, opening your heart and your mind to it, even if you come in with, you know, your arms uh, crossed and sort of like, prove me right or prove me wrong, you know, it, all it takes is that one story or sort of that one uh, way to sort of see things to, to sort of at least at least give something different a try because I think we can all agree what we're doing isn't necessarily working. You've got a summit coming up. When is it? That's next Wednesday, November 3rd in Hattiesburg. Um, we have about 75 tickets left. There's over 200 people already registered. It's at Lake Terrace Convention Center. Uh, it's free. It's open to the public. Um, and it really is geared to meet the educational and, and thought needs of people, everyone from you know, elected officials. We have a panel of legislators who will be there. Also a panel of pastors, a panel of criminal justice professionals, um, people sharing their stories who have been directly impacted by addiction or an overdose death. And also um, speakers coming in nationally talking about addiction. What is it? What is it not? What have we misunderstood about addiction that's made it even harder for us to address it in a helpful way? What are some other options that we could do other than just using the criminal justice system more and more to try to address it? Um, and what are the big ideas out there that could really potentially move us forward on this issue in ways that we just have not seen in the past? So we would love to have people there, whether you're a parent who has a child who's struggling or whether you are an elected official who's trying to figure out how to represent your constituents' best interests. You are invited. We want you. It's going to be an amazing day of hope and big ideas and inspiration. You can register at enditforgood.com. How long have you been running In It For Good, Christina? So I started it kind of out of a, um, a book discussion I did with like 12 friends that I knew back in 2017. Uh, we discussed the book Chasing the Scream, which is kind of the history of the last 100 years of what we've done with drugs and what the outcomes have been and what other countries and other states are trying that is working and changing the way that they approach drugs and addiction. And that just grew. It went so well. I thought, well, I'll, I'll do another one. So I did another one. And pretty soon those people invited their friends and it grew to, you know, 50 people and then 75 people and then people from other um, places in Mississippi said, could you come and host one where we are? And that just grew into, there is, wow, there is such a hunger here for looking at things differently. Um, so now we have been a nonprofit for, we're coming up on our second anniversary, um, and we have four full-time employees now, and it just continues to grow and grow as we find more and more people that are interested in, um, particularly kind of our perspective on it. Um, we're coming from a conservative perspective and from conservative values. Um, I'm an evangelical Christian, so a lot of those values kind of just infuse themselves into the work just by nature of I'm out there kind of sharing my personal story. Um, so I see this change in my mind not as uh, letting go of those values that I grew up with and still hold, um, but really as realizing there are better alternatives that in my opinion, better uphold those values, better get us closer to those values of every single human life being valuable and families, um, strong families being valuable and safe communities. Um, these things are what we all want and there are better options that can help get us there and that's what we're going to explore next And how week. do we learn more information? Enditforgood.com and it's got everything there. You can register for the summit um, and we would love to have you next Wednesday, November 3rd. We expect it to sell out. Registration closes on Friday afternoon. Well, you Welcome back anytime here on Good Things. Christina, your passion for it is obvious, and that gets me excited. So I hope it gets someone else excited to register and join you in on the fight to end it for good. But you guys stick with us. We've got a few more good things for you coming up next. Lose
Napa know-how. All is in the air. The pros at Napa Auto Parts can tell because our prices are changing and dropping faster than the leaves. Keep warm with the Mr. Heater Portable Buddy Indoor Safe Propane Heater for $74.99. Take care of your engine with Napa Premium Conventional Motor Oil for $11.99 for a 5-quart jug. Change out your filters with a $20 Visa rebate card by mail with the purchase of a Napa-branded oil, air, and cabin air filter on the same invoice. There's plenty more on sale at Napa. Napa know-how. No Drip Roofing and Construction. The name says it all. All types of roofing and construction. Your certified, certainteed shingle installer. Family owned and operated for over 20 years here in the Metro. No Drip Roofing and Construction. 601-371-1051. Pediatric care is more than treating a child when they are sick. It is a health care journey from infancy to adolescence. Dr. Catherine Philippi, pediatrician at Trust Care Kids in Madison. We build lasting relationships with parents based on trust. From pediatric primary care and well child checkups to after hours visits, our specialists provide quality care, usually within an hour, so that your child will feel better faster. To schedule an appointment, visit TrustCareHealth.com and click Trust Care Kids. Trust Care. Feel better faster. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to Eat Basils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. In the metro area, the houses talk. Hey, Jan, how's it going today? Hey, Barney. You're not sold yet? No, my shutters need replacing, my floors need unbuckling, my boudoirs need updating. Well, my person called Will White with the price, and Will White said the price was right. No updating, no nothing. I'm sold as of tomorrow. Call Will White. He buys houses. 601-401-4323. 601-401-4323. Or online at homebuyersms.com. This is the closing agri-market report. At the close, the New York Cotton Exchange, December cotton was up 17 to 108.71. March cotton was up 31 to 106.87. At the close, the Chicago Board of Trade January soybeans were up a half to 12.47 and a half per bushel. March soybeans were up a half to 12.56 and three quarters per bushel. December corn was up five and a half to five forty-three and a half per bushel. March corn was up five and a half to five fifty-two and a quarter per bushel. At the Mercantile, December live cattle was up one seventy-two to one thirty-one twenty-five. February live cattle was up one sixty-two to one thirty-six thirty-seven. January feeders up two oh two to one sixty-eight sixty. March feeders up two oh five to one sixty-one seventy. And at this hour, Dow Jones is up seventy-one points, thirty-five thousand eight thirteen. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network. Defense wins championships. And when growing cotton, a strong defense delivers the strongest yield potential. So play to win with Bullguard 3 Extend Flex Cotton. It offers proven insect and weed control, and it's backed by the Roundup Ready Extend Crop System. Get defense that delivers without compromise. Learn more about Bullguard 3 Extend Flex Cotton at B3XF.com. Always read and follow IRM grain marketing and all other stewardship practices and pesticide label directions. Performance may vary. The formula for success is a simple one. Put strong in, get strong out. That's why cotton growers looking to improve yield potential plant Delta Pine brand cotton, featuring 100 years of proven yield potential and exclusive genetics in every bag. Strong is a legacy all its own. Protect yours with strong cotton from Delta Pine. Always read and follow IRM where applicable grain marketing and all other stewardship practices and pesticide label directions. 
where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. and planning your Mississippi getaway. Everything you need to know is over at visitmississippi.org and everything you need to know about port is over at port.org slash real-port. It is still October, at least for a little while, which means it's still National Pork Month. So if you are looking for some new recipes or trying to learn more about America's pork farms, you can do it all over at port.org slash real-port. And over on the Good Things Facebook group, as well as on the C Spire text line, we're having a lot of fun going back to the question of of the fictional universe that you would like to at least learn about more, maybe not even live in. And it's just those good TV, movie sort of realms. I think I found a, a new suggestion to check out because it's something I i don't think I've ever heard of. And I, I know I've never read it, but it's from Tim and Corinth on the ceasefire text line. And he's got, it, he's got his broken down by movie, TV, and novel. And his movie and his TV are right in my wheelhouse. His movie lore he likes is Dragonheart, which was that mid-90s movie where Sean Connery was the voice of a dragon, and Dennis Quaid had to fight him and then befriend him, and that was a cool movie. Mm-hmm. So already A-plus for Tim on that one. And then he says TV with Highlander. There can be only one. Immortals, taking of heads, sword fighting, all that. Cheesy TV show from, from France, I believe, is who made it, but so good. So yeah. If it's if his choices are Dragonheart and Highlander, I'm gonna have to check out his novel suggestion, The League, by Sherilyn Kenyon and McBride. Well, I'm just, I guess excited. Not excited's not the right word. Interested or you know dumbfounded would probably be the right word. That there are so many of these out there that had absolutely. I would have put them in Star Wars, Star Trek, Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter. Sort of your you know just your standard ones that are sort of the bigger name uh, box office hits. But it feels like so many of us get lost in these fictional places that we are interested in learning more about or would be interested in sort of learning more about. I mean, or even the Marvel series, how they sort of intertwine them all together and all the things that sort of go on. It it would take, I don't know if you ever could really sort of figure all of that out or sort of how it happened. But Matthew the Bagpiper from Hattiesburg said, many would say Avatar, but nobody has said Avatar. But that would be an interesting one to sort of go through. But you would much prefer the Tron, Tron? Tron. Tron universe. So which one is that? That is, uh, I just went blank on it. Jeff Bridges, I believe is his name. But he was a younger man and got sucked into a computer program and had to compete against the program for survival. And they made a a sequel to it in the mid-2000s, maybe late-2000s, with updated graphics and a Daft Punk soundtrack. And that'd be an interesting universe to get lost in. When I mentioned the Jetsons during our break here on Good Things, and you said, Rhino, what had to happen for the, for us to live above Everybody the clouds? Everybody remembers the Jetsons, but they don't really stop to think about, yeah, they're all living in houses on these stilts above the clouds. And what had to happen that they have to live above the clouds? 
nobody, nobody, I guess, stops to think about that. A few that I wouldn't necessarily, you know, go back to would be Land Before Time. Never didn't really end well for <laughs> for the older dinosaurs in that respect. So you can kind of go back and forth. But again, they all have the same sort of recipe for drawing us in. There's some kind of good versus evil. There's some kind of interesting. You can get your dinosaurs with a little bit more humanity if you go like John in Hardeman, Tennessee. He says, I'd like to go with Marshall, Will, and Holly to the land of the lost. Ah, yes. You know what else just came to my mind? Mork and Mindy. So where did Mork come from? From Orc. Right, but Orc, where's that? Mork from Orc. Mm-hmm. That would be like a completely. What's the show with the where they were the aliens? Coneheads. Coneheads. <laughs> I think that was a Saturday Night Live spoof that they turned into a movie. Was it a movie? Oh yeah. So it wasn't. It wasn't a TV. It wasn't. I think it was on TV, but it was on Saturday Night Live, kind of a recurring skit. It's wherever they came from. So you I can, think you got to see that planet in the movie. Why was I thinking that it was a? Where, which which one is it where the where the conehead comes down and he's dad? I think that's coneheads. <laughs> okay, somebody out there on the text line six zero one eight seven nine four three nine five. Is it a movie or was it a a sitcom? Because I swear there were more stories to it than just the one movie. But it's where anyway. You never know, but that would be... It was be, a weird movie, so it, it could it could very well be confusing both of us. And Seth says Dragon Ball Z, which I know that's a, that you're sort of a fan of that as well, Rano. I don't think you'd want to be in that universe, though, because, I mean, they, they have examples of everyday people in that universe, and uh, power level of an average farmer is like three, and power level of Goku in the meme scene is 9,000, so... What universe is Mortal Kombat? Technically ours, but yeah, that's another one of those. Yes, lords. I'm thinking of Third Rock from the Sun. Thank you so much. Yes, that's where my head was. I appreciate that. I was really struggling. <laughs> so was Rhino. <laughs> so thank you for that. Stick with us, though. You got more coming up next with Sports Talk Mississippi from 3 to 6. Rhino and I will be back tomorrow at 2. But until then, I hope you all take time for the good things. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.